Rumpelstiltskin always says that magic comes with a price. But for this price, you can get a nice piece of jewelry. Use code ONCEPOD for 10% off your first order at Unusual Magic Jewelry on Etsy. Click the link in the description. Hello, and welcome to the Once Again Podcast. We are your hosts, Ashley and Jason. In this episode, we'll be looking at the 2021 Disney Plus series, Monsters at Work. This is a bonus episode in which Ashley will be telling me all about this new series and why I need to watch it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this bonus episode. And without further delay, Ashley, take it away. All right. Well, Monsters at Work premiered on Disney Plus in July and is a total of 10 episodes with a second season in the works. Produced by Disney Animated Television and not Pixar, but the heads of Pixar did give their blessing for this series and worked very heavily with the people working on the show to make Mm -hmm. sure that it stuck within canon and what they would want for a Monsters, Inc. television show. Okay. The executive producer is Bob Ganaway. The producers are Sean Laurie and Farrell Barron. And the editor is Dan Molina, as well as countless animators and other people. But that's per episode. And I personally am not going to be talking episode by episode about the series. But I do want Jason here and you, the listeners, to go watch it for yourselves and not give you that many spoilers. That being said, there's still going to be a lot of spoilers. But I'm probably going to answer a lot of questions for anybody that wants to maybe watch the show of like what you could expect to see. And if you have questions about Monsters, Inc. and what happened after that, I'm probably going to answer it. So the most important thing I would say about the show is the timeline of the show, because the show is credited as being a medical to the 2001 Monsters, Inc. movie. I don't think that's quite true, because it's really a sequel to 98% of the movie, except last 2% that you probably actually want a sequel for. So I'm sorry to those people. The show starts the day after Water News is arrested and it ends, the show ends the same day as the opening of the last source scene that we see at the end of the movie. But that scene happens before Boo's door is put together. Okay. So that answers the question immediately of there is no Boo in this television show. We do not see it. We do not see her. She is not in the show. And that is by design of the timeline. But also the creators of the show did say that when they were talking with the, I forgot who is the head of Monsters, Inc. Who like was the head producer of that. But they did talk and decided that they didn't want that special connection with Boo and Sully to be shown in the television show that leaving it ambiguous was the best thing for the movie and is still the best thing for the show that they still want the audience to think about it down the line of what actually happened there and how that progressed I agree that was a good decision oh I agree I like I know a lot of people were upset and like but I wanted to see boo but you know maybe in season two we'll get that now that that's a there's uh, Henry Winkler plays one of the new characters, oh. and he confirmed that there's a second season in the works. So that has been confirmed, and maybe we'll get Boo then. I still think they'll probably stick to the guns of not showing Boo, though, as I think they should. I don't think we need to see that. Okay. And as I said, they do 
show the the series ends on that last day that happens like that last bit of the movie they actually reuse parts of the film in that last episode it's quite interesting I actually had to go back and watch the end of Monsters Inc to like one for one some of the scenes but they do use some of the leftover they do use some of the animation from the 2001 movie so 20 years ago they've definitely cleaned it up and made it a little bit brighter so it matches the television show but Mm. same animation and if I had to give an example of the time period of this show, like how much time I think takes place between Water Noose being arrested and the laugh floor officially being opened, a couple of weeks, couple of months, I think. I don't think it's a full year, but mm. it's definitely a couple of months. Okay. Between what those when that happened. Okay. So this is them transitioning from scaring kids to making kids laugh. Yeah. Okay. Another thing I do want to note is that we don't really see a lot of the characters we know. Obviously, Waternoose and Randall are arrested and unavailable to be in this show. Uh, we do see Mike a bit, quite a bit. And I assume Billy Crystal is just like, yeah, let's, I'll do all the voice acting and wanted to be in this because he's in every episode hmm. quite frequently. He's very involved with the laugh floor and involved with, you know, teaching monsters how to tell jokes now because that's what they do we do see sully but sully has become much more of an off-screen character Mm. and i don't know if john goodman just wasn't interested in doing a television series but he's not as prevalent as mike is in most episodes uh i i would think that could also be purposely like i would imagine sully the character is very depressed at this time over like losing boo and everything Um, he's also he's taken over because the idea is that Roz basically said, Sully and Mike are in charge. They're taking over the plant and they're going to help fix things and transfer over to laugh power because laugh power is 10 times more powerful than scare power. Right. what was established at the end of the movie. Mm. So so Sully is doing a lot of the paperwork because Sully's not a funny monster. He's a scary monster. So Mm. he's a lot of time doing paperwork and running the plant and making sure things are going accordingly where mike is now the top scare monster top top jokester monster yeah yeah i i knew what you meant yeah yeah well that works billy crystal is a professional comedian and everything so i'm sure he ad-libbed some stuff and everything and then the only other two characters that like i think are important is we don't roz is not in this beautiful scary roz she uh I mean, obviously, she was undercover at the plant. So this isn't really where she's supposed to be. So, But they replace her with her sister, Rose. (laughs) And Rose is spelled R-O-Z-E, just for gags. And she's not as, like, angry as Roz is, but it's it's a similar character. Okay. It's meant to be pretty similar. But, like, slightly nicer Roz is the vibe. Without glasses. It's (laughs) Roz without glasses, basically. Okay. And Celia is still in the show, Mike's girlfriend. Uh, She's kind of taken over some duties of making sure the plant is going to work better instead of being at the front desk, which is great for her. But again, we don't see her as much as you think we would, considering she's kind of busy doing so much around the plant all the time. Mm. Notably as well, we do get the abominable snowman back uh, in one of the later episodes. Uh, the adorable snowman as we should call him and we you know 
he's accidentally let out of banishment and it comes down to all the characters are like, oh my God, but he's terrible. He was banished. What will we do? And we learn through some of the other characters doing digging that the reason he was banished was because he caught on to what Waternoose and Randall were doing. So mm. he was never banished for being a terrible, scary monster. He was banished much in a similar manner to as why Sully and Mike were banished. Okay. Because they found out about the kids being taken, which makes sense. But, you know, if you ever had a question of why Avamo Snowman was in banishment to begin with when he's such a nice guy, it's because he found out what was going on. I completely forgot about his character. It's been some time since I watched Monsters, Inc. I, I, you know, I can't, I actually can't remember the last time I watched it. Um, so I'll have to watch Monsters University, Monsters, Inc., and then pause it right the last 30 seconds and watch this and then unpause it. <laughs> and then unpause, yes. Yeah. So, you know, if we don't have all these characters that we're so used to, who are our new characters? And our main character is Tyler Tusman, a recent Monsters University graduate who was sent a job position by Waternoose to be a scarer on the oh. scare floor. And his first day is literally the like day after Waternoose gets arrested. So, okay. so his first day is supposed to be the day after everything changes. And he comes in, you know, wants to go for his job, can't, they can't do anything. So, you know, they are trying to switch everyone over to jokesters, but not every monster can be a jokester. Right. And so they send him to be on the MIF team, which is the Monsters, Inc. facilities team. So he's now a maintenance guy because his dad is a construction worker. So he knows about that stuff. So that's where they sent him. And as he tries to navigate this new job that is given to him, he's also taking comedy classes with Mike and trying out, trying to be a jokester. He's trying to make it happen. And he is not funny. He is... Oh the most unfunny character though by the end he does manage to come into his own as a physical comedian because he has these giant horns that get stuck on things all the time like that's his comedy he can't be he's not funny the way like mike's funny he can't yeah. tell a joke but he's good at like he can trip on things and have things fall on his horns and that's all that matters and the myth team that he's put with is a ragtag group of weirdos and basically have their own little cult of maintenance team as they are all weirdos, all kind of funny, and they're just great. You know, he also comes up with the phrase that they now use where it's laughter we're after. So mm. again, we're, we keep trying to fill in the blanks of how we got to from water noose being arrested to this little laugh floor scene that happens. Okay. But we do get, we get to see a lot of the background stuff of like what happens when things get broken around Monsters Inc. What happens if something goes terribly wrong in a kid's room and something gets broken in the kid's room? They go in and fix things in kids' rooms. Very good. <laughs> Do they have uh, any code words like uh, what was it 2218 or whatever it was? I don't remember. I don't oh, think okay. so but like yeah. It's definitely about, it's very character oriented more so than what they're doing, but okay. I think what's good about the one with the kids scene is they do bring a kid in. They have to like take a sleeping child into the factory and Mike ends up taking care of this baby and gets a little attached the same way 
Sully got attached to Boo. But the rest of the rest of the Miff team includes Fritz, who is played by Henry Winkler, and he's the boss, and he gets very attached to everyone and treats the Miff team like it's a cult, like they have initiation processes. Wow. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's great. Duncan, who just wants to take Fritz's job and wants to be in charge one day and sees Tyler as a threat to him getting in charge, even though Tyler definitely does not want to be on the MIF team and just wants to be on the last floor. Mm. But Duncan has decided Tyler is his rival. He also has an emotional support pet named Frodo, who is a little fluff ball, and I would die for Roto. Okay. Roto is the best thing. Uh, then we have Val, who is played by Mindy Kaling and is kind of a hippie chick. Uh, mm. Dropped out of school, used to be in school with Tyler. Dropped out of school. Your traditional, I dropped out of school. It wasn't for me. Now I'm here working Mift. My life is great. It's cool. Mm. Very nice. <laughs> and then the last character is Cutter, who is just a big crab-like creature. And she's very by the book, do everything by the rules. But also her like shtick is that she keeps things from all the mifters in the past who have died over the years because it's a running joke that like a bunch of mifters die doing like ridiculous things like this one got stuck in the door jam thing over there oh. and like we just have like pieces of hair of certain dead mifters jesus <laughs> but that's that's basically it the show is very character driven and no, like I said, I don't want to get into too many details about the episode if I don't have to, just because I think, you know, you're better off watching it for yourself than listening to me tell you all the details of it. I right. don't want to spoil everything. Right. Well, you convinced me. I'm going to check it out. It's 10 episodes, you said. I assume they're like half hour episodes. Yeah, they're there. like 22 minute episodes. So they're not, they're not okay. too long. Yeah. I'll probably check it all out today. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's not, that sounds good to me um i mean i it piques my interest i'm gonna have to rewatch monsters inc and everything oh i definitely recommend it i didn't rewatch monsters inc and Mm -hmm. like i said i got to the end and was like oh probably should have rewatched monsters inc before i started getting into this but again i thought i also my impression was that this was a show that was a complete sequel like Mm. You know, maybe taking place a year after Monsters Inc. Like right. I was unaware that this was like a weird kind of like In we're talking about this very tiny time frame at the end of the movie. Like mm. so and I was unaware of that. And I think had I known that going in, I would have watched the movie beforehand, but because I just assumed that like this is a sequel, like a year or two later. Mm. Especially I expected I expected the show to be a lot different than what it was, like knowing. So there's an attraction at Disney World called Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. And I thought we were going to get a lead up to that, like a lead up to explaining how they came up with the idea of the Laugh Floor. Because the idea of the Laugh Floor is that we are inviting humans into our world, into this giant theater we built, and we're going to make them all laugh at once. And then we're going to kick them out, basically. <laughs> like, that's the idea. Yeah. So, Good idea. And I thought, I thought that's what we were leading up to. I thought yeah. we were going to slowly be shifting towards the laugh floor thing and that one character was going to suggest it and that it was going to be a tie-in that suddenly we were going to see all these characters in the laugh floor at the magic kingdom because that makes the most sense to me is tie it in why wouldn't they i assume in a season two we might get that now because yeah 
I can't imagine not getting that. I like I said, I thought that was going to be what the show was, and right. the fact that we didn't get it, like we didn't even get any of the characters that are in the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, like involved in the show, and I was like, that's so odd because mm. I would have expected that. Yeah, that 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 sounds unusual to me. Like that, you think they'd have more of a uh, harmonious uh, synergy or whatever you want to say. Like, yeah, but. Yeah, like you said, maybe season two, it'll pop up or even just have it as like a background thing in season two. It doesn't have to be the main focus. It, it could just be, we built this, you know. I mean, I think there's still things like, I know I know the option to have Boo in there is now an option. I would hope not. I mean, maybe we'll see Randall or Water Noose. I, would, I don't think that's going to happen either because I don't mm. think they're just arrested. So I, yeah. I can't see. And then we also have... You know, we don't see the Uzma Kappa gang from Monsters University, which I also think would be nice to like get some of those characters in because they were they were funny. Why yeah. why aren't they here? Yeah, hanging I agree. out on the last floor. Like I think there's plenty of options for them to work with. Well, is there anything else you'd like to say about the series or no? Go watch it. All right. Well, I'll do just that. And we recommend that to the audience as well. This has been the Once Again Podcast. Any questions, comments, or critiques can be addressed to either our email at onceagainpod at gmail.com or on Twitter at onceagainpod. We also have an Instagram account, onceagainpod. We will be posting questions and possibly doing some live Q&As on there. If you'd like to contribute to the podcast, we have several tiers available on patreon.com slash onceagainpod. As always, a like, follow, or share would be greatly appreciated. Thank you and have a wonderful day.